up, everybody? We back. R2C2. Another week. What's good, guys? Looks like you're huddled up in a hotel room, like, just, like, it, it, for some reason, it presents like the hotel room is 200 feet, square feet, and you're trying to just, like, make it by, man. Like, like it's- Nah, it's just this area I'm in. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, I got my little charger over here. My fucking laptop is pretty old. I got to update. So apparently, Apple updated the, the iOS system, and my shit won't update, so I'm on my laptop. So, huh. you know, it's pretty janky setup, but I'm here. I'm on a little golf trip, you know what I'm saying? Oh! I, I, I gotta get out. Bro, I'm too fucking old for the cold weather. Like, I, I, I have to get out of the cold weather. Shit sucks. So, Reggie Jackson was having a, a, a big uh, golf event down here at the Floridian. You want to talk about fucking superstars. He had Joe Namath, he had Marcus Allen, he had Jerome Bettis, uh, Ken Griffey Jr., Derek Jeter, Jorge Posada, A-Rod. I mean, name a fucking athlete that wasn't, I mean, there was, it, the who's who was mm. at this event. So it was, it, was a, uh, it was a fun Sunday, Monday. The Floridian. Nice, man. The Floridian. So, the Floridian. so did, you, did you go to Disney at all while you were down there? So I'm here. I'm playing um, the Grove Wednesday, Thursday. Saya has a big dance competition uh, the weekend. So Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, I'm staying at Disney. But Friday night, we check into the Star Wars Hotel. Oh, so, dude, come on. Yeah, You're burying the lead. Night, That's bro, unbelievable. I wish I could show you on my phone. Last night, I just ordered all my garb, like my Star Wars. Like I ordered, I ordered all kind of robes and shit that oh. I'm gonna wear at the hotel so I can, you know, be in character. Me and Carter, Carter got a they, Boba Fett uh, costume. Like, oh you know, my we, gosh, we, we pretty locked in. We pretty locked in. That's so, amazing. You're gonna have to send me in, pictures, man. Yeah, for sure. We check in there Friday night. We get out of there Monday. So that's that's gonna be our experience. Wow, that is incredible. I am so yeah. jealous. You have to let me know, dude. I still not have done. I, I still have not done. Star Wars, like Galaxy's Edge. I haven't gone to any of it at any of the Disney Oh, really? Yes, because, and you know, I'm a huge Disney fan. It's just like the way COVID happened in my life and I just haven't had a magic game and like I just haven't gotten to Orlando or had like a free time in LA. I think we need to do LA because I want to do, I want to go to the Universal. I want to go to Universal out there because they got the, uh, the Super Mario World. Oh, they have that's Mario cool. World at the Disney, I mean, at the uh, Universal LA. So I want to, I want to go out there. I haven't been to Disney LA in a long time, anyway. Man, I need like just like a week to just catch up on my theme park activity. Yeah. Hey, that's something that like will always be a part of my winter. Yeah, like hitting a theme park. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like no matter yeah. what, like we'll always like fucking do that. We'll always come down to Disney or whatever, like. Whether it's with my kids, my grandkids, whatever, like it'll always yeah. be a part of like something that we'll do. Ah, I love that, man. Yeah, I know. I got to get Evie to Disney for her first, her first trip. We were thinking like wait until she's three. Like, maybe but, I was about to say four. Cause yeah, I know. It's like I want to go. Know, it's hard to I, wait. I go it's now. hard to wait. Yeah. I know. Well, also, like, she has like no fear now, you know, so I'd almost like to like introduce her to some rides. Like I know she'd get a kick out of so much of it. But yeah, like, that's co- true. That's you know, true. but like, of course, yeah. there's also a million things she can't do yet. Plus, like, it's just, it's hard no, when you're navigating if, if, around a nap schedule and whatever. But if you want her to ride, though, then you need to get her on now. If you like swimming, riding, like those yeah. type of things that 
you want to get her into, like she, so she won't be scared of, you need to start, start now. I know. We got to do the swim lessons too, which I'm just like so nervous for her being scared, like jumping in, but because she's... You just like, throw her in, bro. I'm telling I you. Know, I, I know. I know. I'm going to she's crying. I'm going to be so uh, upset watching Matt, her. Matt Siegel, one of our good friends, me and you, but obviously is in our group chat. Uh, him and Nikki always send him... <laughs> Mm. videos of like people throwing their babies in the water because i'm like just throw winnie in man like no. that's how that's how i did my kids Ugh. all my kids were born in the like in the fall and like we, i would come back the next spring training and and we would have a house down in florida and i would just throw them in like throw them under and, and when they're that age they're not scared of the water you know what i'm saying man. so I, they learn how to swim pretty early you had your own school you know academy <laughs> Uh, for <laughs> swimming what's interesting is like there are like you know there are like lessons that they offer now with this for like you know one-year-olds that do something similar you know they, oh, they no, take they a certification they, yeah they, they'll just they'll come right back up to the top and flip back on their back yeah it's the craziest I, shit oh gosh oh it scares me but i know she, she she's gonna learn not but from it's, coach it's Sabathia, but from someone no yeah. no, no no drop her off at our crib bro We'll have her swimming in fucking two weeks. I'm telling you. I could never. Oh, my gosh. See, speaking of crazy ideas, um, we get to chat with Tommy Canely this week, man. Our good friend returning. I'm excited yes. for him to be back with the Yankees. He just brings a fun energy, diehard sports fan. I know he he was a guy you love playing with. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm excited, like you said, for him to be back, be back on the pod, but most importantly, be back with the Yankees. I think... He said something super important uh, at the at the very the la very last thing he said, you know, when you asked him about his changeup, and he said, you know, the guy said it looks like my fastball, and they talking about his arm speed. So all the young pitchers that are listening to this podcast, when you throw in your changeup or your off speed pitches, the the most important thing is to keep up the arm speed and make it look just like your fastball, and that's the that's the key to the to uh, the deception. So mm. uh, that was the very last thing he'll you'll hear him say. Says a lot of crazy shit talking about he's not an Eagles fan, but then breaks down Jalen Hurts every game that he's watched. And, you know, he's got this kid broken down, but he's not a fan. But, uh, no, nah, he's, uh, he's great. He, and he's fun. He's, he's good. He's a good guy to have in the clubhouse that brings energy every day throughout the summer. So. Without further ado, making his return to the Yankees, making his return to R2C2, chatting about his fractured Eagles fandom in advance of the Super Bowl, chatting about why he came back to the Yankees, chatting about his habits of keeping everybody awake on flights, about being a dad, about, <laughs> <laughs> about the mental health hurdles coming back from Tommy John, about that nasty changeup. Here is Tommy Canely on R2C2. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. We are delighted because today 
we get to chat with not just a man who's returning to the Yankees, but really a legend. Uh, somebody who's almost like his his superhero avatar has grown larger than life, <laughs> larger than sports, larger than, than the interlocking NY. That is the legend of Tommy Canely returns to R2C2. Tommy, welcome back, man. Ah, awesome. I'm pre- I appreciate you guys getting me back on here. I, uh, I feel like I didn't live up to the expectation of the last one. <laughs> I feel like I was, you know, died down. There's too many people. I need to be by myself. I think that's the it best was, way to it, do. Was, it was too many people. It was too much going on in that Game of Thrones episode, right? <laughs> yeah, there's too much. <laughs> I don't know to jump in. I don't know. You know, so, you know the sock man. He'll just talk all day about it. <laughs> man, he was a he was an official maester after that oh, episode. Mike talked. He, he definitely was. He was <laughs> literally. But it's so oh. funny because I remember. In the aftermath of, and that's one of my favorite episodes we ever did, that Game of Thrones roundtable before the finale. But like in the aftermath, everyone was like, man, Tommy's the craziest dude on this team. And he just sat there quietly. Like, what happened? Just didn't get anything out, you know? Couldn't get it out. (laughs) I see the Eagles Eagles in the man cave back there right now. So let's hear the story right now. I heard that you are not, right? You're not an Eagles fan and they're in the Super Bowl right now. So you're not a... uh, an Eagles fan. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's crazy. Crazy to believe it because I know, you know, everybody knows it's been around me forever. I was the biggest diehard Eagles fan, as crazy as they are when you see them on TV and videos, YouTube, <laughs> Twitter, all that stuff. I mean, every jersey. I mean, you've seen his locker, Ruko. You know what I'm saying? It's crazy. Every jersey. Yeah. Like even, old even school too- Brian Dawkins jerseys, like from when he was in kindergarten. Oh, yeah. I still got them. I just I can't get rid of it. But sadly, I have since 2020 just gone down a downhill path. I'm I'm pretty <laughs> over it. I mean, it all started with the basically the rumblings of like the the Doug Peterson, Carson Wentz, Howie Roseman, all that interactive. Once that all just kind of blew up, I just said I'm done. And then, I don't know, it just kind of blew up too much. I'm over it. I don't care anymore. It's almost like the last straw on the camel's back just broke. I was over it. I was done. So, but it you st- have, I don't, But I don't understand, Tommy. This is a franchise <laughs> that had never won a Super Bowl. It won one, what, four or five years ago. Now it's back in another. Like, shouldn't you have had some residual like good feelings in the aftermath, like about the franchise to get you through that tough time? Uh, I mean, CC knows me. I'm stubborn as a bull. It's, it's without a doubt. I mean, I'm, if I stick to something, going with it. And I ain't coming back. So who back. are you rooting for now? Are you a Bills fan? <laughs> so <laughs> I kind of, I like to root for ex-Eagles coaches. So we got Bills, Jags, <laughs> Chiefs. You got the Ravens. And I think, who else? There's probably a couple more I can't think of right now, but I like watching those teams. I don't know. I, I'm I'm that crazy right now. So you I literally watch on you, Sunday, but I just I'm not even like I used to yell, scream, all that. Nah. I'm so old. are you rooting for them as you watch them now? No. Wow, wow. Tommy, that's so crazy to me. That you were as insane, big an Eagles fan. <laughs> is that not I nuts? I sounded insane. Literally insane. <laughs> like you were as big an Eagles fan. As anybody uh, is of any team I've seen, 
I know. I I know. I know this. Like I've come to. Uh, I don't know. I've come to terms with it. I'm over it. I mean, maybe down the road, give it like. I'm gonna need at least five to six, seven more years. I don't even know. I mean, after that, and they, they may win the Super Bowl in two weeks, and he's talking about I'm seven more fan. years. Not my Super Bowl now. They can wow. Have it. So you're not, a Jalen, you're not a Jalen Hurts guy. No, I'm not. I still think he is. He's good enough to be surrounded by that team to do what they've done. And do I think he can do it once, you know, you take a few pieces away here and there? Probably not. But I don't know. I just see. So he's really good at zone coverage. And I've noticed man coverage is not his best, like, capabilities of reading the defense and all that kind of stuff. But he did improve heavily this year. I, wa- I mean, I'm going to watch every game. It's just part of it. But I did notice in zone coverage, he made better reads over the last few years that he's had. But I'm not jumping on because it all started with the whole Howie Roseman doing his things, tinkering around. I was just – I don't the only thing I think I'm more angry with the Doug Peterson thing being thrown out. I think that's what really got me. Hmm. Was yeah. Doug? Because I, I but, Car- Carson in 2020 was he was off. I mean it was it was time to go. You're saying Doug getting fired is what was the last straw I think for you? That's, yeah, that's where I I thought one of them had to stay or go. And I, it, to be honest, it should have been Doug who stayed because I mean the guy just took us to a Super Bowl and won. Did some yeah. crazy stuff. Reinvented a whole offense for a guy that's been on the bench his entire career. You know, I don't know. I was so you, heavily, I was a so big you, Doug guy. So you're you don't you don't want to see Howie Roseman succeed? Is that what this comes down to? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> so if Howie wasn't there, would you be an Eagles fan again? Yeah. Wow. That's, that's great. so. That's yeah. so, did you but have you, any like but, but personal Bruco, dealings? L- listening to him break down Jalen Hurts though, that sounds like an Eagles fan though. Yeah, like, yeah. you know what I mean. Like, you know, I watch every game. I don't, I, I don't like him anymore. Know. But I watch his own coverage reads. Or if, there, if there's a team that he's the leader of the quarterback to even have, you know, have a great chance to win a Super Bowl, it's this team. I mean, this. I, I look at it top to bottom. Yeah, it's one of the best teams I've ever seen them have. But I'm not on. I'm not in. So. But it, it, it's ironic that they get to go against a former coach in which I loved him, and then he got booted out of town too. Yeah. I mean, but that's just East Coast living, bro. You know yeah. what I mean? That's East Coast sports. You, you get hired to get fired. It is what it is. Yeah. I think so, that one broke me, see? It was it. I, <laughs> I, I, drew, I broke. I broke down. <laughs> <laughs> Literally broke down physically and mentally all in the same year. It was great. Oh, this, I I I, I want to ask about Super Bowl Sunday, but I just have to quickly say this reminds me of the off season heading into the 2004 baseball season when the Yankees didn't re-sign Andy Pettit, who is my favorite athlete of all time. Oh, I, I have an uncomfortable love of Andrew Eugene Pettit, Tommy, and yep. when he left, I decided I was like, "That's it." I'm done with the Yankees. I'm an Astros fan. I told my family, like, get me all Astros stuff for Christmas. I had Andy Pettit Astros jersey. I had Astros hats. One Astros hat, which I loved, and it was stolen off my knee while I was sleeping on Amtrak. That's a different story. But but all this Astros stuff. Yeah, exactly. A couple weeks later, 
Yankees trade for A-Rod. I'm like, oh, this is going to be really hard not to root for them. Like, oh, I, I might be back in. I of might course. be back in. And, and by like by the, the second week of April, I was as much a Yankee fan as I ever had been. Now, there was a lot of like dudes on those teams that like I did not like rooting for. Like yeah. Kevin Brown just seemed like a miserable human and Randy Johnson. And, you know, there was like, you know, there was other guys who you just like never got like Javier Vasquez. You wanted to be good. He seemed nice but he just like he was just terrible when he went to the Yankees whatever but I but I still was rooting for them I couldn't I could not do what I had Andy Pettit was my like Doug Peterson Andy Reid okay but 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 I couldn't hold up my end of the bargain I rooted for the Astros but I but I rooted harder for the Yankees I just yeah. wish I had the discipline because the Raiders, they've, they've stunk for 25 fucking years. And I just <laughs> don't have the discipline to like, I, I shit on them every, you know what I'm saying? But like, I don't have the discipline to not be all in as soon as something good happens. Like, I'll be like, nah, I, I ain't watching no games. And then I'll flip the game on and they'll get a first down and I'm like all in. Just one first <laughs> down, you know what I'm saying? They'll like, get a first down. Um, I, I, don't, I don't have any discipline when it comes to the Raiders, bro. Like, uh. any. I finally got to see how crazy it is, and like with Raiders, when I finally went out LA for to be out there all the time, I was like, "Oh my gosh, these guys are crazy!" Mm. Yeah, I no, it's nuts. I knew from you, see that you diehard Raiders fan, and then I got to actually see it. I was like, "Oh my gosh, this place is wild!" And and I got to experience Philly last week. I went to the Eagles uh, oh. Giants game. You know and we, we tailgated. Oh. It was insane, the atmosphere. Like, that shit crazy. was crazy. It Every was so time. nuts. It was Every nuts, time. man. It was uh, what, It was fun to be out I'm there. Glad, where do you, uh, where, uh, like, what, do you remember the parking lot you were in? We were in uh, M-Lot. Okay. I think so I know. So we parked, we parked in, like, the little valet, but then we walked yeah. across the street. It was like the M-Lot. It was, it was right across from, uh, right across from the stadium. But it yeah. was, uh, it, I mean, it, all the parking lots was full because they had a lacrosse match there. Oh, so I everybody heard. bought everybody <laughs> bought tickets to that. So they had been tailgating since 9 a.m. Oh, so my. we pulled up thinking that we could get there early, me and Pekka's. <laughs> we got there like three, four o'clock, and it was packed. The streets were already <laughs> like packed with people, uh, fucking blocked off, music oh, yeah. playing. It was like every section of every parking lot around that stadium was like full to the max fucking tailgate. And it was the coolest atmosphere I've been in outside of Oakland uh, tailgates. That, that used to be me. That used to be me. <laughs> <laughs> they, I will not go. I've seen some crazy shit at Eagles games. Crazy shit. That shit that was, was crazy, man. Yeah, I mean, I've gone from seeing Giants fans just punched in the face for no reason to like cowboys getting booed, peed on. I was like, what am I seeing here? Oh, it, it's one of the craziest experiences going to those games. It's like, I, <laughs> I, I'm glad. Like, so maybe that's what it is, Tommy. The, the the behavior of Eagles fans, it just doesn't really jive with your moral compass anymore, you know? Like that's... <laughs> yeah, I, I, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> no, Tommy, he described the shit that he did. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Oh, uh, you know, it's I, I mean, we've we talked about this recently. Like I've never I will never again in my life go to a Philadelphia sporting event rooting for a non-Philadelphia team overtly. The experience yeah. I had at the 09 World Series was horrifying. And I yeah, man, I mean like people take pride in just being 
like, you know, just behaving like animals for a day. Yeah. Like, if there's literally, they're not human beings anymore. It's just anymore. needling all day, though. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah, because people say shit to you all day. Like, it's the person at the elevator in the hotel. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And then the ticket person. And then the person when you're going to get your hot, like, it's everyone. So they, they don't stop. So, like, by the time the end of the game, the fans are yelling at you just like, Leave me the fuck alone. You're over, yeah, like, you're over it. You're over <laughs> it. You know what I'm saying? Because they just, they don't stop. It's every single person that sees you with the other team shit on is going to say something to you, no matter whether they work in there, a fan, or or no matter what. It's like, and, it's the craziest shit. It. It's, they're not nice Yeah, about like, it's, it's crazy, <laughs> man. Like, well, I've seen, like, Peckers is, like, the, the biggest Giants fan, and he can take shit from anybody, talk, talk <laughs> shit and go back and forth. And they made it. He took his jacket and his fucking jersey off. I've had right. my he had friends that shit, take their shit, shit off. Balled up under his yeah. fucking under his armpit, walking out of there, bro. Like it was crazy. That happened to one of my it buddies. Crazy. He had a Cowboys. He took his jersey off first quarter. He said, "I'm done. I can't do this anymore." He told me, "Give me another oh, something green to wear." <laughs> well, so Tommy, then they, we 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 look ahead to Super Bowl Sunday. Will. You I mean you're a big sports fan, so you're gonna watch the game, right? That that's the thing. So now I'm a father. Yeah, so, congratulations, yeah, man. Congratulations. The, the little one, she goes to bed at like seven thirty. So that's yeah. usually when I like immediately go and try to watch some sport that's on, whether yeah. it's my Magic, Sabers, Tar Heels. Right now, that's the big three for me right now. But so. I mean, I guess I'll turn it on when she goes down at 730 because we try not to show her a lot of TV. Same. So. I have a 16 month old. Same thing, yeah. Tommy. How old? You, how old yours? Uh, so she'll be 15 months in oh. like two weeks. Oh, we're, the, we're yeah. We're on, yeah, we're on the same, same timeline here. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, Chad Green, too. His. Yep. His, yeah. His is around the same age. I just um, seen Green. He got a two year deal with. With Toronto, you seen that? Yeah, no, yeah. No, he did. Yeah, he yeah, signed today. Yeah, yeah. No. signed today. Oh, yeah, two-year deal with the Blue Jays. I missed you know, that. I was oh, I'm to gonna Chad miss the last like couple weeks, oh. and that, that's the route it was looking was Toronto. Oh, I love yeah. Chad. Which is good miss for him, him though. Yeah, good for his know. life, though. Yeah, I, yeah. For and plus, sure. he'll be he'll be in Tampa still, so I already I'm gonna see him. Oh yeah, probably every yeah. week. Yeah. Um. So you turn on the game at 7:30 after your daughter goes to bed. What's your daughter's name? Uh, Vera. Vera. Oh, that's a beautiful name. Um, I went Thank to middle you. school with a Vera. Um, you go to so see, you, you turn it on, and you have Andy Reid, your guy, in Chiefs colors, going up against a team you used to love as much as anybody's ever loved any team, but yeah. their GM is your mortal enemy, Howie Roseman. Yeah. So who do you who do you root for when you tune when you tune into that game? <laughs> You're rooting for the Eagles. You're clearly rooting for the Eagles. You gotta be rooting for I, the I can't Eagles, even bro. Say I can't do it. You gotta be rooting for I, the Eagles, but you you don't want to say it. <laughs> <laughs> this is amazing. I can't physically say it. <laughs> I might have. I wish bought, I had that discipline, bro. I'm telling you. I might have <laughs> bought something. Off fanatics. I don't want to jinx it, jinx anything that's going on. I'm just seven thirty comes. I'll probably put the game on. Why not? Oh my gosh! So that's great. You, <laughs> you here's the thing. 
you're going to be if we have a GoPro cam on you during the game, we're going to see a Tommy Canley that's actually kind of nervous for his Eagles. That's what I think. No, tame, super tame. Really? All right. No yelling, just sit there, whatever. Okay. Oh, you you bought a uh, Chiefs jersey. Oh, whoa! Okay, wow. If you had, if I had to guess what 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 jersey, what Chiefs jersey you bought, I would guess uh, the goat. Bought Mahomes. Mahomes, hundred percent. He bought him a Mahomes jersey. Hey, I wow. guy since Andy took it. I I think this guy is. I don't know. There's not many that I've ever seen that like that. Nah, he's unbelievable. Doesn't exist. Yeah, he's he's man. He I mean he did that shit on one leg. Uh, last yeah, week too. on that one leg. Incredible. Yeah, that's what that people are forgetting. That was one leg this weekend. That's crazy. Yeah, Tommy. Uh, we also know you mentioned it before, and you're wearing the sweatshirt. You're an Orlando oh, Magic fan. The, you like we could do a documentary on the the rooting origin of Tommy Canley's fandom. Oh yeah, with, yes. with with the potpourri of teams that you're a diehard of, with no obvious connection. Um, <laughs> w- w- you you actually you got a squad you build in there in Orlando. You must be excited, I, man. So I was getting pretty. I mean, I, you don't want your team to lose ever, but I was thinking if there's one year where we need to probably lose, it was this year. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody yeah. knows about Wembanyama over yeah. in France. So like I'm just but now I mean they're they're playing well and they got everybody back. Isaac just came back, Fultz is back. I mean, they got a strong squad. I mean, if they I mean, are they gonna upset, you know, the Celtics or the Sixers or no, but even though they did beat the Sixers last night. Down eight. And they undefeated against the Celtics this year, right? Yeah, they beat I I mean I I, I <laughs> know. I, I, I told you my one buddy's a Celtics fan. He can't. I said, you lost <laughs> three times already. Three. But hey, if they lose yeah. the one seed, they're going to be thinking about those games against the Magic. That is true, yeah. So there is a chance. I know they're like three games. I think it's like three games back of the 10, the 10 spot. So yeah, I'll, hey, I'm going to be monitoring it all year. What I do. I, I know once baseball starts, you really can't watch games because they're like the same time as ours. But mm-hmm. I'll figure it out. I always do. You'll be you'll be able to go in spring training. I used, we used to go to those Magic games all the time. I know. I want to go spring. so bad. That's right. Yeah, the we used to catch went to the Warriors game. Yeah. Yeah, I, I used to drive over there a lot. I should have went. I can't believe I didn't go. See, I remember when Tommy was – what were you, hurt in 2018, Tommy? Yeah, 18 with the yeah. shoulder. When Tommy was hurt, I remember then, like, in the beginning of the next year, you kept saying, like – Man, we miss Tommy. Like we needed Tommy in the room. Why? Why is Tommy's presence one that you really feel in the room as a team and makes a difference? I think he's just one of those. He's like one of those glue guys, just like like Swish. You know what I mean? On on that '09 team where he comes in every day with that energy, no matter how you're feeling. He's going to come in feeling great and have that energy. And that's just what you need every single day during the summertime. You know what I'm saying? Like somebody that can, it's the really good teams have that guy. And, you know, when he was hurt that year, not having him around in the room and just, you know, having his energy, him bouncing off the walls and talking about sports and doing whatever, um, video games and, and just, just relating to everybody. You know what I'm saying? Um, you know, those are the type of guys that you need on winning and winning franchises and organizations and, and on winning teams. 
Tommy, is it for you, is it a natural thing? Is it a conscious effort to always bring that energy? Is it a combination of both? Like, is there ever a time where you're like, I don't feel like bringing the energy today, but this is what I do. I need to show up for my guys. I need them to like always know like, yeah, I'm going to come in here with this spirit. Yeah. I mean, so it's always just been my thing, I guess. I don't know. I never like consciously thought like, oh, I got to go. Cri-. I think maybe the only time is when I feel like maybe it's like a little too down or quiet. Maybe I need to like do something, to get people going a little bit. But naturally, it's just that's I don't know. That's always been how I how I was. And I'm, I'm glad it always takes well, because I've, I've always I've been on the bad side of it, too, where it's just like I'm like this. I don't know what to do. So <laughs> I'm always like that's my thing is I like I can relate to everybody. Like I try to like, you know, yeah. Just get everybody going. It's fun. Like that. That it's always. That's probably the best part of being with the team is like just having fun with each other. It makes everything better. And then eventually, you know, when the it's tough, like you know, it's, you're going to be there, and I'm going to be cheering you guys on. Whether I'm out in the bullpen on the field in the dugout, whatever I can do, always. The, when you said like, hey, I don't know what to do. This is how I am. Have you had a circumstance in the majors where? who you are and the energy and spirit you bring was not received well? Yeah. Uh, when I was a rookie, didn't go well. Uh, <laughs> LaTroy did not take it well. I mean, there was a, it was LaTroy, a few other guys, but like everybody seemed to not really, I mean, they liked it. So like it was a mixture. It was a weird mixture of teams. So like we had like, you know, five or six older guys and then the rest were all, you know, rookie Young guys. One year, two year, yeah, like, so I kind of was like, I don't know what to do. I was shy at first, and I see, you know, Nolan Young, he's been in the league for about a year, and he's loud, energetic. I'm like, oh, I like this guy a lot. He, I like the way he plays, and so I'm like, oh, maybe I can finally be myself. I branched out. Ah, it didn't, didn't take well. <laughs> so <laughs> are they, like, telling you, like, pipe down, do rookie, it, or, or are, are, they, are they telling you, like, stop talking, rookie? Like, how does that go? Yeah, it's just like – I mean, I know, see, you've probably experienced like some older guys. They're always like, and it's just the game back then was just so different. Older guys treated younger guys. The, I know, like, I get it. Like, I, I understand why, but it, it's never, I don't know, didn't receive well, I guess. Yeah, like Tommy was at the, you know, the end of that that time when I talked about Ruko, like the beginning of my career where I hated going to the field every day just because of the hazing from some of the, older guys who, yeah. you know, didn't even want to get to know you one. And if you said anything, you know, they were going to crush you. So, yeah. Um, yeah, it was, it was, it was some tough times back then. And it's not like that now. No, I mean, you see guys, you know, coming to the, to the room and I mean, they show up with, you know, just as much swag or anything, just like a, you know, 10, 15 year vet. So um, that's what I like. I like for guys to be themselves um, you know, show up. And I think that's the way that you can get young guys to produce. If you want yeah. a guy to come in and produce and, and, you know, help your team win, you got to let them be themselves. Like the unwritten rules of all that hazing and all that bullshit. And I'm going to treat this guy like shit because I got treated like shit. That's garbage. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and, I, I hate that. That's yeah. why I don't like all the younger kids now. I don't like, I don't care what nah, you, man. you do whatever you want. It, as long as you can, you can do whatever you yeah. want. And I've always been like that. Ball about it but <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah for the most part everybody's not not an ass so it's great like 
You just, I love, that's, I what love, you, I that, that's what you need, Wait. though. You need, you, you need for guys like that, like Tommy, that are, and like myself and guys that have been through like the, the, the rough times to let these guys be themselves. Be, you know what I'm saying? To let these guys come in and, and come up and, you know, be who they are, whether it's Glaber, whether, you know, Judge when he was young, all these different yeah. guys, you just let them come up and be themselves and, and you know, they're working itself out. Yeah, I agree. Like, like you said, like, why would you want to be belittle this guy who could help you win ball games? And then, like you said, yeah, I say I had the same feeling. I never even wanted to go to the ballpark. I was like, I don't yeah. even want to go to the field today. This is awful. Yeah. So, like, why? I don't know. Like, I'd want, I would want that guy to succeed. It only helps us get to our goal, which is we're trying to win a championship. I mean, that's – I know that's everybody. So, yeah. uh, it's just – it was so crazy that that's the way it was. Right. But, right. If you, if you care about a championship, you should be thinking, I want to do whatever I can to create an atmosphere where everybody can be at their best. Right? Yes. Like, not – create an atmosphere where like I'm actively making my teammates jobs harder to perform. Yes. Um, yeah. Well, hopefully Latroya learned his lesson, Tommy. Um, we know how he Roseman will after this pod. <laughs> what? Joe Douglas. <laughs> yeah. He's done a great job, man. He, I need a New York team. <laughs> yeah. Go for it. They could use some help, man. They would love if I was a Jets fan. I don't even know why. Oh. They would love that, man. And they're green. And th there you go. There you go. You got a lot of gear that you can just like slightly adjust yeah, and, they, and it works. Freaking Bryce Young. I like Bryce Young. There you go. All right. So, okay. You're already making moves for them. I like oh, it. Yeah. Tommy, what made you come back to the Yankees? Uh, a big one was the familiarity. Just knowing the staff. Uh, I mean, I know a lot of players aren't there anymore, but like there's still some sprinkled in. But um, it was the familiarity and just like at this stage in my career, World Series is that's I, I, I want to experience it. I mean, I've known so many guys that have. So like coming back to New York, you know, they're always going to be in the thick of it. Always. Mm. So that was Probably there's probably top three factors. It was that the chance to win a World Series, the familiarity, and the location to home. Mm. Those are my big three, and it just all full circle. For those who don't know, Tommy lives in upstate New York. You st do you still you're in Latham or you're somewhere yeah, around there, yeah. right? Yeah, um, where I have family actually. Tommy, oh, which wow. I think maybe we've maybe maybe I think we talked about this. Yeah, I think we did. Yeah. I think we did. Seeing you go through Tommy John and come on the other side. See, I don't know how you feel about this, but a lot of times when I see a pitcher who has a lot of years in the league and they go through that and come out of it and succeed, it always impresses the heck out of me. Like, I mean, Verlander's an extreme example, right? Because yeah, like that's a wild. That's great. Yeah, that's wild, wild, right? Wild because like, he could have just shut it down. He had his yeah, he could have just know, yeah. He had a World Series. He had his Cy Youngs. He's got his Hall of Fame resume. No, he comes back, wins another series, wins another Cy Young. I mean, and you came back last year. You pitched great for the Dodgers. The changeup was as filthy as ever. Opponents were three for 32 against it with a million right. strikeouts. Um, what kind of kept you going during that period to say, like, no, you know what? Like, yeah, this may be happening later in my career, but I still like have a lot that I want to give. 
I would think just the it's like the the passion to compete. I mm. want to say, like I, I feel like I missed it. It was it was gone for almost two years. So like, I just was like fighting to get back out and just compete against somebody. I don't know. It's like that that I feel like that's a thing inside guys that separates essentially. It's like that. Com- you're just you want to compete so bad. That's why I always get yelled at by my wife. <laughs> I try to compete with her in everything. And she's like, this is not a competition. I'm like, yeah, yeah, it is. <laughs> but so I've always had that since I was a kid in anything I did, any literally anything, video games, basketball, baseball, football, like playing tennis against my boys, golf, I don't, anything you could think of. Like it's always been there. And I think for those two years – of just not being able to get out there and pitch and just, I don't know. I think it was just like, uh, I need to get back. That kind of pushed me through. Cause I, I did go through a tough time about with the, like the surgery and the rehab back from it and all that. So it, it felt good to finally get back out there. And you know what, when, when these, when the older guys go through it, they have the work ethic to get through it. Like you look at Tommy, you look, I mean, we talked, you talked about, um, Verlander, but like even Evo, you know, he, he had, he had it twice and yeah. to be able to go through it. You kind of, you can kind of trust these guys that they're going to get their work done and be able to keep, get their, keep their arm care up to be able to go out and, and pitch a full season too. <laughs> yeah. Agreed. I feel like we, yeah, like over all the years, you like you develop like a, a, a work ethic, a routine that you just, you've nailed down. And I agree. It, it's, you see it a lot in like the veteran guys, like Evaldi's a great story. That, that one is, mm-hmm. that's unreal. Now, the, and Tommy, obviously the Verlander one is, I mean, I, I don't think I, that's, that's he's the only guy we've probably ever seen do that. It's crazy. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. crazy. Tommy, you correct me if I'm wrong too. Your wife, Veronica, right. Yep. Um, she also is a mental health, counselor correct yes yeah Yeah. so she uh she actually had to step down uh 2020 but that yeah so that's like her her background yeah that's her background i mean when you're going through something like that and i think one of the things like c and i have talked about in the pod especially when better help was a um an advertiser was an it was an easy uh way to talk about it but like just like the mental health component which used to be so taboo now is so regularly spoken about, which is such a great thing, you know, how much does it help you to have a wife who is a professional in that field as you navigate a sport? And I mean, life in general, it doesn't matter what you do. We all have me- mental yeah. challenges, but you, you happen to have a sport that I always argue is like the toughest mentally because of the failure that comes with it, no matter what, like no matter yeah. how great you are, you're failing in an inordinate <laughs> amount of time. You go some through something like you just said. It was hard for you going through the injury. How much has it helped for, for you having Veronica, not just as a, you know, as your wife, but as someone who has expertise in this field? Yeah, I mean, she was she was probably one of the bigger reasons that I made it back. Um, there was times where yeah, obviously I thought, man, I'm never going to pitch again. I say it, thought I was never going to pitch again. Um, I was told possibly 50-50 at one point. So I uh, I did go through some pretty wild stuff with my rehab, but she having her background, she is very knowledgeable in that just the realm of you know mental health, and it just and she can tell. I mean, 
sometimes when I'm going off the rails, she'll talk to me and get, you know, try to see what, as any, you know, wife would do. Yeah. Obviously her having that background, she knows like steps to get uh, all the crazy stuff. Like it, it, she was enormous in that rehab process. But like you said, having her is like incredible uh, with the background. And I mean, seeing today, it's great that like you see these guys come out and say, you know, they were dealing with this and then people are because, you know, you you have fans out there that are like, oh, why is this guy, you know, and then you come to find out the guy's dealing with all this stuff. Like just because like we've we've seen so much of it that just because, you know, we're making all this money, all this stuff, life must be great. Like, I mean, and I do really appreciate now that uh each sport has taken you know steps to acknowledge that you know guys are not in a good place sometimes and i mean it's i think the more and more they realize this and start you know pushing towards you know getting programs to help guys and i think it's just going to be better off for the sports and going forward i think it's been a great thing well said man no, no doubt about it and shout out to veronica for her work overall and her work with you through that process, man. I um, I wonder if she could talk to you about um your behavior on red eyes. Um, I- <laughs> uh, we- still legendary, legendary oh, uh, London flight. Oh, see you, you see you want to get Justin Turner when he was on R two C two. For anyone who hasn't li- listened to that episode, go back and listen and and uh, and he gives some perspective on it. Um. But see, you want to give the audience an idea of what it's like being on a red eye with Tommy? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I loved it, man. I mean, you know, it's it's always it was. You never know what you're gonna get. You're definitely gonna get um, the surfing when we take it off, for sure. <laughs> Every but, time. <laughs> I mean, you never. You, but you never know what you're gonna get on it. You could get it if if you got a quiet Tommy on a red eye. Then, then you know, if you, you you would look back and see what was what was going on, but. <laughs> Most of the time, it was gonna be a, it was gonna be a, a, a party. Yeah, I, sometimes it's not taking well because I like to yell and like just spur the moment. Like I was doing, you guys would be like, "What?" <laughs> you you know, it's funny. Oh, go ahead, Tommy. Yeah, I mean that that was the thing. It's because uh, I do like to go around and try to wake people up. <laughs> yeah, especially the staff. The staff is the best one because they oh, hate it. Uh, <laughs> well. When I I can only talk about it um, because uh, I um, I I it's been talked about now, you know, publicly. But, you know, because normally if I'm on a charter or whatever, I can't talk about anything I see, even if it's innocuous. I'm I'm a guest on the charter. But the charter flight to London has become legendary, even in the public sphere, because of your just memorable behavior tommy and (laughs) i will never forget shock 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 (laughs) like you mike shock who's now our head athletic trainer you just going up and down the plane shock you awake shock you awake Literally, oh my God. was it him or yeah i think i couldn't find him or or tim i don't even remember maybe it was shock but yeah, I, him and Tim and Shuck, they don't sleep on the on the flights. Oh Rico, my gosh. were you on there when we when we, we used to do the high card? 
with the uh, oh, I love that. That was the best. Yes. That was the greatest. I've never seen a team sound so unified and together than when you guys would play high card. It's the best. I was, I was trying to explain that to, the, to somebody the other day. They were like, you guys would do what? I was like, yeah, we take our meal money and just fucking put all the cards down and play high card. Like, I loved it. As soon as that we got the on the plane, thing. like. That was the those the best fights, man. I feel like I would always look at D and I'd be like, D, high card. He's like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who's that? Dellen? Dellen, yeah. Yeah. Oh. yeah. It, it's so funny. So I'll just give some perspective since you guys are bringing it up. I'll we sit in the back of the plane, um, traveling party for yes. And you guys would play high card in like the middle cabin. Yeah. And right, coaches are up front with you guys, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And um like all of a sudden there just be a ton of people standing in the aisle gathered around there's music playing and you said oh oh, 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 oh. Yeah. like it's what is it just seeing who gets the high card like oh yeah the one it was one one pull bro it was, it was crazy that's all you get one card each guy we'd have literally the whole what, 20 to 25 guys Yep. The best was when one of the younger guys won because they yeah, loved Yeah, that was always fun. <laughs> That's making a difference yeah. for them. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. One yeah. of the boys. Okay, yeah, you get all, everybody's mill buddy, bro. She was crazy. <laughs> yeah. It was and so – that, but that stuff's good, right? Like when that's going on, that means you got to – doesn't that mean you have a good clubhouse vibe going? Yeah, yeah. we did, man. We had a really good vibe on, on those squads. 17 – into 16, 17, 18, 19 really too. Yeah, though, I feel like, yeah, that, that like, five-year stretch, that, that team was so, like, camaraderie was, like, so tight. So, I yeah, think that, was, that was, yeah, I mean, we were we were so good. It was fun together. It really was. I, I'll remember those times for the rest of my life without And to see some of those guys coming back, though, I think will help, you know, maybe help, help, yeah. these, uh, help these guys get over the hump. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Tommy, That's have you been in touch with um with some of your teammates uh, throughout the off season, just in anticipation of getting back together down in Tampa? Yeah, so I think uh, let's see, I've reached out to a few guys. I also, I think I, I had to do this. I texted Judge, but I think he has a new number. I didn't get anything back, so I'm like, what is this? He 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 does. I think you're right yeah. on that. I yeah, because I, I know I've experienced. Like, is this change. Judge's number? They're like, no, nah, he changed. I was like, of course. <laughs> <laughs> Try to reach out to him and get nothing. Crickets. Same thing with Nestor. I think he ch- two crickets right there. Yeah, but you got judging gets the judging gets the the pass for a new phone number. Oh man, all about Nestor. So he's gonna have some. Yeah, Judgey does. Judgey has a new has a new number. Yeah, yeah. Um, Tommy, real quickly before C's iPad dies, what <laughs> if you had to describe your changeup and why it's so filthy? What would you say? Why is it just disgusting and so effective? Oh, I hate this. Yeah? <laughs> but, uh, I mean, trying to think of what would be the one reason why. I mean, just based off, I throw it just as if I would throw my fastball, to be honest. And I, I have a, I've had a lot of talks with the hitters about it. And they always say it looks literally just like my fastball. There's no mm. – if I throw it like the same – you know, arm path, release point. I've talked to guys, if it comes out at a certain release point, it looks just like a fastball and that they, there's nothing they can really do about it, which I thought was crazy. I was like, oh, wow, okay. 
I asked and, guys like uh, it was like Stanton, Talkman. There was a few others probably hitting that day, and I was like, oh, okay. I just wanted to get some feedback. I've never yeah. heard like anything from hitters or anything. Well, that's why the numbers are what they are. Uh, Tommy, it is so great having you back, man. Uh, please report back to us on how watching the Eagles in the Super Bowl went. Um, he's going to have all his Eagles shit on, bro. <laughs> no, no. He's, he's going to have his Mahomes jersey on. No. See, I'm going to text you a picture of me. <laughs> I thought, thought it would be a Kelsey jersey for sure. <laughs> Oh, man. Oh, Tommy, it, it's going to be great to have you back, your spirit, your energy, your change-up, all of it. Um, and uh, congratulations on being a dad. Uh, congratulations on the new contract. And can't wait to see you uh, back in pinstripes, man. Thank you for the time. Yeah, thank you, guys. It was awesome. Appreciate it. I can't wait to see you guys. It's going to be great. Yes, sir. Me Appreciate too. you, guys. Yeah, you know. <laughs> Thanks, Tommy. Bye, guys. See, I am really curious how he's going to actually feel on Super Bowl Sunday. Yeah, I mean, it's, I mean, he said he's rooting for all ex-Eagles coaches, right? And, and he's an Eagles, obviously, a fanatic. So he's just setting himself up for, you know, a win-win. You know what hmm. I mean? Like, I feel like he, you know, he just wants to give himself a chance to feel good no matter what Super Bowl Sunday. Well, we're happy he's back. Uh, we wish we were watching him on a stream, uh, watching the game. Um, right. And uh, we're uh, we're glad to have him back on R2C2. You guys know the deal. New episodes every Thursday. Bonus episodes as well. Follow us on all our social channels, and you can download the pod wherever you get your podcast. Remember to rate, review, subscribe. All that stuff matters, um, and, uh, and we so appreciate it. So, uh, yeah, see, we will do it again uh, next week, man. Yep. Peace. Peace.